following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Uh, we made it to a Friday here on Main Street Sports today. Welcome into the program. We will be joined today by none other than our regular Friday visit, Jeff Him, as uh, with the Nashville Sounds as they continue their road trip uh, out in Durham, North Carolina. Joe Rex Road, the Athletic Nashville, will also be joining us around three o'clock today. Talk a little college baseball and a variety of other topics. So please tune in for that. College baseball. Uh, Tournament begins today. The road to Omaha is underway. Also, NBA Finals game one last night. Maybe a little surprise. We'll talk about that and other stuff as well as the weekend looms large and in charge in front of us. All that straight ahead. The band is back together inside our cozy, um, finicky studio here in Mealtown. We get a little disco action going. The Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, on your screen left. The Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. And a yet-to-be-named special temporary guest, we hope, the Bucket (laughs) of Water, sitting right there front and center. Welcome into the Friday, Freaky Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today. You know, there's there's no water. just came in firing, didn't it? I guess so. There's no water dripping today. Yeah. All right. I don't know well, where. That's a good sign. I don't know where it went. And maybe it's just, just no more. Maybe it's just building up and it's going to come all at once. <laughs> well, you know, here's the here's because the I asked JP when I came in. It's like we still got a ceiling. That's that's a yeah. plus. That's, that's positive. A positive for now. Question. Yeah, for now. Yep. Anyway, old Barry buckets down there. <laughs> Barry buckets. Maybe that's it. Uh, maybe that's it. No relation to Jimmy Buckets. No relation. <laughs> no relation. Well, because Jimmy Buckets is no longer playing. He's he's not. And uh, but you know who is Jimmy Buffett? No, mm. different guy. Just kidding. Close uh, enough. Very confused. I've got I've got a lot of. Yeah, there, there's too many rhymes in here. Too many rhymes. I, I I don't know what to do about this lie. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Anyway, you guys still look pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, you look pretty good. Relatively speaking. Yeah, he's about to say it's all relative. It is. It is Friday, and man, what a... <laughs> we we got to turn... JP, you're going to turn that off. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug that thing. <laughs> Light's got a mind of its own. <laughs> when the lights come on, you know, everybody's a group. That's all I'm saying. Um, Big show today. Looking forward to it. JP gave you the rundown on what it all what all is coming, but top story today. Our first pitch includes the women's college world series. Where uh, have you seen this story about their um, their tradition of going to retrieve the home run balls? I've not seen the story, but I've heard about the tradition and I've seen it in action and. Saw it a few times yesterday. Several times yesterday. <laughs> Specifically, Oklahoma uh, has had plenty of them over the years. So, essentially, the ushers w- in the outfield will retrieve home run balls and then take them to the family of uh, the, the person who hit the home run. Which, which is very cool. It is. Unless you're the person who caught the home run and you were looking forward to taking home that souvenir. And maybe you don't know about the tradition. 
If you are at the WCWS, how do you not know the tradition? Well, yesterday it happened. Oh. <laughs> Texas Texas girl hits a home run and it hits the, hits the lemonade stand. Hits a lemonade stand. Okay. Dad gets it and he's taking it to his daughter. And he's he's so excited to give his daughter the home run ball. Well, it turns out he <laughs> he won't be giving his daughter the home run ball. Yeah, the the ushers came over, explained the situation, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And so he 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 gave the home run ball up, but he wasn't terribly happy. But because he was, you know, very adamant about, well, I mean, I was giving this to my daughter. What, what's going on? They brought him another ball. There you go. And I think that needs to be. The uh, the new tradition that need, yeah if you catch the home run ball you okay, should give that ball. one to you should get a ball and maybe you should get a signed that'd ball. be cool too maybe the ushers should have like one of those pouches that like the umpires, umpires have right the ball, a, ball <laughs> a, ball a ball bag a ball bag and you just, just have a couple of those and yeah. <laughs> tossing them out I, yeah. but I think better though catch us after the game we'll catch you after the game we'll get you a Hand him, a, hand him a ticket that says, you know, I, I owe, caught a home I owe run. you. Yeah, like I caught a home run ball. Uh-huh. And that's what it is. And so afterwards they get a ball and they get it signed. And yeah. maybe Jocelyn Allo doesn't want any more of her 37 home run balls. So she can give that one up if she wants to. Whatever. <laughs> but the, to me, there should be some sort of souvenir. Oh, without question. Um, I mean. Other than what the... <laughs> The uh the person who catches the ball gets a memory is what they said. <laughs> well, that's that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I guess I never thought about it to you know to that degree, but it makes perfectly sense. I mean, you should get something. <laughs> Used to, you took it to the to the concession stand and get a coke. Now you can <laughs> you don't get nothing. Don't get the, Couldn't even you, go to the lemonade stand. <laughs> you got you got the memory. <laughs> you got a memory. Remember that time I caught that home run ball out in Prove Oklahoma it. City? Right. I can't. I mean, everybody caught one for all I know. Well, if, if Jocelyn Hallow was there, there's a pretty good chance. <laughs> everybody got a shot anyway. But, yeah, so it, it, I'm just saying if, if it's me, I think that we should uh, let the tradition kind of morph. I, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, Oklahoma, Oklahoma was uh, dominant yesterday, 13-2 over Northwestern with a, a pair of grand slams and back-to-back innings. Texas down number five, UCLA seven to two, Mo, and uh, that's a that was a comeback win because UCLA scored early in that one. Yeah, it, again, like I told you off air, it, it just makes makes you feel a little bit better about Texas beating Arkansas anyway. Uh, Florida with a win for the Southeastern Conference, which, like you posted <laughs> on, uh, rooting for Florida just because they're in the SEC is like rooting for the devil because they're in the Bible. Well, I, I happening. Have- I have to give credit for that one. That one I stole from former Lady Ball, Natalie Brock, who yeah. played her high school ball at Ezel Harding. So Yeah, we're not rooting for Florida. Uh, I was a big Beavers fan yesterday. They did not come through. Uh, Do you have your Beavers hat on? Did not. I need to get one, though. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State, a 4-2 winner over Arizona. Pretty good ball game to end the nightcap there. So, But look at the Big 12, man. Texas, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State all getting big wins. Pac-12. Look at, look at the SEC. Texas, Oklahoma, and Florida all getting big wins. <laughs> look at the SEC, baby. <laughs> Pac-12 over three on the day. It's not a good day for the Pac-12. So, anyway, that's going to do it for our top story. JP, 
Yes, sir. We actually have a because it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. We we have a uh, a decent sized rundown today. So why don't you give us yesterday's results and uh, the weekend schedule coming up here on the rundown? Let's do it. Here's the rundown. Yeah, Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. All right, so we're looking at, uh, back to yesterday's action. Major League Baseball Braves 13-6 to against the Rockies out in Colorado. Everybody hitting. Every, yeah, everybody gotta love hitting. the, gotta love the thin air. Everybody scored. Rocky Yeehaw. Mountain High. <laughs> Absolutely. Cubs 7-5 winners over the Cardinals uh, and uh, the Durham Bulls 9-7 winners over the Sounds. Are the Sounds um, in jeopardy of losing their first series of the season? Yes. They're going to have to win out basically the weekend, right? To win the series, they would have to win out. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to Jeff him about that out. coming up. It's 2-1, isn't it? It, yeah, but they only have three games left. So they would split if they only won two of them. So they have to win out to win the series. Yeah, they hadn't even split one yet, right? Yeah, they split last week. Oh, they did? Okay. Right. It's 2-1. It's a bad trend. That's right. So they if only... they lose one, it will be three. And there are six games. And three plus three equals six, which means they split three six games. <laughs> they have to win out to win the series. Nobody said it's there would be mad. One. Yes. There are three games left. They are down 2-1. They're down to one. Yes. Down to okay. one. Okay. Mo, the That's ultimate where we got optimist. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> Mo's just assuming the sounds are going to be on top. No, I thought they were up to one. No. They're down to one. That makes I more sense. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Very confused. But yeah. We continue. It was um, the Avalanche 4 nothing over the Oilers in the NHL last night, and Colorado leads that best of seven Western Conference final. Series two games to none. In the NBA finals, game one last night in Golden State. Well, it was the Celtics with a 17-0 run, by the way, in the final few minutes. Um, ended up winning 120-108. to It was 103-100 to uh, Warriors. And before you knew it, it was 117-103 to Celtics. And um, speaking of Florida, Al Horford, big, big night last night. It's Hall. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's better. It is. They better. had not lost a home playoff game in this in 2022. Yeah, they've been good. I still think Warriors win it. Um, Women's College World Series. Uh, Chris touched on some of these. Texas seven two winners over UCLA. Oklahoma thirteen two over Northwestern. Florida seven one over Oregon State and Oklahoma State four two over Arizona. Looking ahead to uh, the weekend schedule, uh, the Braves continue their series in Colorado. 7.40 tonight on Apple TV Plus. Ooh. 8.10 tonight on Bally, uh, Saturday on Bally Sports South and uh, 2.10 Sunday matinee, also Bally Sports South East. Uh, Sounds continue their series in Durham against the Bulls. 5.35 tonight. Tomorrow night, 4.05 on Sunday. College baseball uh, road to Omaha begins. The Knoxville region uh, includes Georgia Tech and Campbell at noon uh, that is today on ESPN Plus. Tennessee is scheduled to play at 6 p.m. tonight on the SEC Network against Alabama State. Currently, the uh, the hump's up 13-6 on Tech. Okay. Um, that would be Campbell. Yeah, I like that. The humps. Uh, Roll humps. Saturday, losers game, 10 a.m. Winners, Saturday 5 championship scheduled for Sunday at 5. Of course, uh, baseball and weekend series, everything is fluid. Yes. Oh. Corvallis region. Oregon, the one seed. 
Oregon State, the one seed. Yeah. Uh, take it on New Mexico State, 4 o'clock uh, Eastern on ESPNU. Vanderbilt against San Diego State tonight. Uh, 10 p.m. Get your rest. Um, 9 o'clock our time. 9 o'clock yeah. Central, ESPNU. Losers play Saturday 2. Winners Saturday at 8. Championship Sunday at 7. Women's College World Series on tap for today. Uh, 7 o'clock uh, tonight will be UCLA Northwestern on the deuce. And at 9.30, Oregon State and Arizona to follow also on ESPN2. Saturday, Texas-Oklahoma ABC, 3 o'clock, Florida-Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Game 2 of the NBA Finals, uh, it is, uh, what day is that? That would be Saturday? That's tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, Celtics at Warriors, 8 p.m. ABC. Uh, tonight, Eastern Conference Finals of the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. It is uh, Lightning and the Rangers, 7 o'clock ESPNU, or ESPN, the mothership. The Rangers lead that one nothing. Saturday, uh, Western Conference Finals, Game 3, Abs and Oilers, 7 p.m. TNT. And Sunday, Eastern Conference Finals, Game 3. Is that uh, series shifts um, that will go? O-Liars. O-Liars. The O-Liars. O-Liars. The O-Liars. Uh, that series uh, shifts uh, to Tampa, right? Didn't they start in? Uh, yeah, it probably is in Tampa. I'm okay. sorry. Game three in Tampa. That's all right. That is uh, that is your Friday rundown. Uh, copy and paste it. It's all right. We were watching. I was in a hurry. Yeah. Who, I was in who, a hurry. who are the O'Liars? The O'Liars, O'Liars, baby. I don't know. Like Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell and the O'Liars. <laughs> That's it. I thought maybe they were Irish or something. I maybe they, they could be. I don't know. Maybe why not? Let's uh, let's take a quick break because Jeff Hem will tell us uh, how the sounds are doing without all of their pitchers. It's not great, so we'll figure out what they're going to do to salvage a split of this thing and maybe get a win out of the series. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joints. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 
888-558-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yalmo Patton here with you on this Friday. And boy, what a Friday we have coming your way. It's going to be super exciting. Hope you guys are ready to hang in, hang out, and hang on as we have a ton to get to. NCAA baseball, NCAA softball, NBA, Major League Baseball, and minor league baseball as the Nashville sounds continue their road trip. They've been on the road for a co- uh, about a week and a half now and uh, currently out in Durham, North Carolina, where they are Owen two in the month of June, which is uh, not great, but after salvaging a split in last week's series, they continue to try and keep their non-series losing streak alive this weekend against the Bulls. To do it, they'll have to do it without two of their best pitchers and one of their other best pitchers getting knocked around a little last night. So let's talk about it. How can the Nashville Sounds salvage the split or get a win? They can still win the series. They just got to win out this weekend. How can they do it? Well, we have play-by-play voice Jeff Hem to talk about it. Jeff, welcome in. How are you, man? I'm doing well, guys. Can you confirm that Middle Tennessee still exists? Because I haven't seen it for a while. It feels like I've been gone a month. (laughs) We are here. so We know know Middle Tennessee State exists. We were there. (laughs) We we, we are here, so so we feel pretty safe in in confirming that for you, Jeff. I, I know it has been a long trip. It's been a long week. Last week was a long week because um, I looked up Monday and saw a sounds result, and I was a little thrown because, wait a minute, they're playing on Monday? And then I realized, okay, it's a Memorial Day thing. So um, you guys opened your series against Durham directly after finishing your series on Sunday in Toledo, then got an off day, then resumed the series in Durham. That had to be a little odd. It was a little odd. It's uh, and we'll have that scenario again on the fourth of July, being home on the third, playing. It's in Columbus on the fourth, and we'll have a Tuesday off day. Pick up that series again on Wednesday. Um, you know, teams draw pretty well typically on the holidays. People like to go to ball games, so yeah, there are a couple of Monday exceptions this year that are not off days like most are. Um, so it was, a, you know, a little bit different this past week, um, sort of a, a throwback to our old Pacific Coast League days where you're traveling the morning of the game that night. 
Uh, we don't have that as much anymore in this new format with the, the regular off days most of the time. So a little bit different, but the team played impressively on Monday, given the, the travel and, and Durham had already been here. They're on a two week homestand. So they were here waiting for us on Monday. And I thought the sounds played really well in a situation that would be easy to just kind of, you know, mail it in, make an excuse and now uh, let's get to the off day. We're tired. Uh, they finished the Toledo series well. They were in jeopardy of losing that series, and they won the last two to get a split and then won the first one here in Durham. So, um, you know, what you could argue is was going to be one of the toughest trips of the year just because it is a 12-gamer and not six like most of them are. Uh, the team is four and five, they're, so they're, they're holding their own. Um, again, Durham's playing really well. The Rays are usually good. Uh, it was an impressive start to the season when the Sounds took four out of six from this team, and Durham's playing a lot better now over the last few weeks than than they were at the start of the season, as it turned out. So it's a tough trip in a couple of different ways. Toledo's got a good offense, too. Um, I, I think these are two of the better. Now that we've seen enough different teams two months in, I think these are two of the better teams the Sounds have played so far this year. So it's not been a bad trip. They're four and five, and that's not the winning percentage that you know you overall have when you're 33 and 17. But a tough trip. There's been a ton of movement because the Brewers just got done with their toughest trip of the year. They went to a three-city trip that involved a doubleheader against good teams: the Padres, the Cardinals, and the Cubs. Uh, tough division games and going out west, and then back to the Midwest and. Uh, we saw Ethan Small make his major league debut on Monday. Jason Alexander made his on Wednesday and did great. He went seven innings. So, you know, the guys are going up, getting chances. Peter Streslecki made his major league debut last night, gave them two good innings and got the win as the Brewers rallied. I mean, we're seeing some of the, the coolest moments of the season during these last couple of weeks with guys just getting major league opportunities for a contending team and producing. I mean, there were a lot of positives in Ethan's debut. He got off to a good start with two innings, and then it kind of spiraled on him in the third, and he's back and ready to improve and try to earn his way back up there. So there have been a lot of good things happening, and, and the stories of guys getting major league opportunities uh, never get old, especially when it's a 29-year-old like Jason Alexander who's had to grind for everything. He's never been a prospect. He wasn't drafted out of college. He's had different organizations. He's dealt with injuries, and he's just kept going. And, man, has he earned a chance up there. And it was really cool to see him do as well as he did on Wednesday. So a good trip in a lot of ways so far, even if the Sounds are 4-5 and five in the win-loss record. Jeff Ham, voice of the Nashville Sounds, with us here on Main Street Sports today. And obviously there's a lot to get to, but you, made, you mentioned one thing, Jeff, and I wanted to um, get to that real quick. These – Monday holiday games, like you said, they tend to draw well. Kind of unfortunate for the Sounds that both Memorial Day and Fourth of July are going to be on the road for them, so they don't really get to um, get a great deal of advantage out of that. But as you said, those those do tend to be quite well attended and pretty pretty exciting situations there. Yeah, and I just want our fans to know that we're we're home on July the 3rd, and that's that's the way the AAA schedule always used to be made up. You know, everybody wants the big crowd and the fireworks on the 4th. So usually the, the way the schedule always would get built over the years, they would kind of start on July 3rd and 4th, 
uh, with you're either home or you're on the road, you know, out of those two days and then work backwards and work out to Labor Day on the right side and back to early April on the front side. And that would kind of steer the schedule because everybody wanted that opportunity. And they're kind of following that again this year, even in a different formatted schedule and with all the league realignment. So while we weren't home Memorial Day weekend, uh, we weren't home Memorial Day weekend last year either. As I recall, we were in Columbus and then on to Charlotte while the team had that 15-game winning streak. Uh, but this year, we will have, similar to what we had last year, we will have a 4th of July celebration on Sunday the 3rd. And so the sounds aren't missing out on, on that. No team is really missing out on that opportunity. It's kind of back to the way it always was. You're either home on the 3rd or you're home on the 4th. So that's good. Well, Mo, I'm not sure if you saw their uh, the tweets, but they may not need holidays to get folks in the stands because people are buying tickets to Nashville Sounds games right now like they're not going to be here tomorrow. I mean, it is fantastic what we're seeing uh, in the ticket office from what I understand. And, you know, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that this team is 33-17 and 17 and there's not many better ballparks than First Horizon. Uh, and so that, that makes a big difference as well. So getting back home next week against Norfolk will be a, uh, obviously the first, first home stand since summer, you know, kids are out of school and parents are looking for mm-hmm. something to do. <laughs> How do we get these kids out of the house, Jeff? Yeah, this is usually when we kind of hit the, the, the swing of, of big crowds. I mean, we've already had a few sellouts, and, and you mentioned that our, I mean, our ballpark is tremendous. And the bottom line is the sounds have numerous reasons why someone would want to come out to a game, whether you're going to watch every pitch of all nine innings or somewhere in between. Um, we've got something for you, uh, you know, promotionally and on the field. And it, it never hurts when your team is playing as well as this team is playing. And we've had some amazing moments at home, not just the record, but just plays and outings and walk-offs and some of the big nights with big crowds the team has, has done well. Trust me, they, they feed off of it. They love it. They need it. Uh, you know, when you're in the grind of a season, a big crowd in your home stadium matters. Um, so the fans absolutely matter in addition to them having reasons why they want to come out to the ballpark both on the field and off. So um, and being gone for two weeks, I, I can't wait to get back to our ballpark next week. And, um, you know, it all evens out. You play as many on the road as you do at home. So starting next week, we'll be home for three of the next four weeks. There's a trip to Memphis in between, but then we've got a two-week homestand not far away. So June is going to be a great month uh, for people to come out to First Horizon Park. And, Chris, next Friday night I'm will be so the fireworks night of the season, June the 10th. We'll see you there, buddy. Oh, I, you Bet your bottom dollar, my butt will be there. I'm so excited. For I don't want fireworks. to take your bottom dollar though. And and Chris will be in the stands going, ooh, ah, that's ah. <laughs> exactly what I'll be doing. Um, hopefully you're doing that during the game too with some home runs. There we'll we go. Post game fireworks. That's what you like there to see. Um, Jeff, you mentioned the the number of call ups that we've seen here recently. Um, Ethan Small going up, Jason Alexander going up. Uh, the backside of that is the guys that are replacing them on the Nashville Sounds roster aren't necessarily the same caliber of moundsmen, and thus, you know, the four and five mark to some degree on this current road trip. Um, what have you seen out of the guys that have come up and and made those starts and and 
filled those roles for Nashville? Yeah, there have been a couple elements to that. One, you're right. Some guys have come up from double-A to, to kind of backfill. Um, Zach Venero is one arm from double-A who's come up, and he had a good outing uh, and got a win the other night in Toledo. Uh, Nick Bennett was a draft pick of the Brewers a couple of years ago uh, out of Louisville. He came up and made his triple-A debut the, here the other night, had a, had a rough go. It kind of spiraled on the sounds in the, the second game of the series, uh, close game early, and then it, it got kind of out of hand late. So Nick is looking to bounce back from that debut, but he's a highly regarded young lefty in the system and a relatively high draft pick who's just starting to get his feet wet um, at triple-A. Then the other component is the sounds are built in a pretty good way to to be able to hold up with this movement. They've kind of had almost seven, sometimes eight guys who you could say are starters or have been treated like starters um, who've been who've been ready to jump in. Um, Alec Bettinger kind of getting stretched out. Andy Otero and Tyler Herb are two guys who've come up from AA recently. They were starters down there and then initially in the bullpen here, but we've seen Herb make a couple of starts and have two out of three outings that have been really good. Um, so those kind of guys are, are stepping up in big ways and trying to eat up innings. So, um, and Ethan Small is back. I, I don't know definitively when he's going to slide into the rotation, but they did option him back after he, he made just the one start as part of the double header for them last Monday. Looks like he'll probably work early in the Norfolk series at home next week, rather than pitching here in Durham this weekend. So, um, not necessarily needs for like long-term replacements for some of those guys, at, at least for now with Ethan coming back, but we have seen some, some good play both from guys coming up from double a, but then also guys who were kind of long men back and forth rotation and bullpen who have maybe gotten more starting opportunities following this movement here with, with guys like small and Alexander. Jeff Hem, play-by-play voice of the Nashville Sounds, here with us on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Jeff, as always, we appreciate your time. Looking forward to next week again. Sounds are back home Tuesday, June 7th, after the Rock and Jock softball game on Monday, June 6th. So if you're looking for something to do on Monday while the Sounds are traveling, you can go watch a little softball at First Horizon Park. So, And fireworks on Friday night. Fireworks on Friday. And apparently, is which day next week is peanut allergy? Is that Tuesday, peanut free night? That's, yeah, Tuesday for the opener. Um, and then, uh, real quickly, I want to give a shout out to one of the giveaways next weekend. The Shirzy Series giveaway is going to feature Norman Turkey Stearns, who we're, we're trying to highlight this year as part of MLB's The Nine program recognizing um, all kinds of accomplishments over the years in the, in the African American community and Turkey Stearns, you guys may know some of the history. He's the only uh, Nashville native in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And uh, his his family, his daughters are coming in from Michigan. And we're, we're going to try to tell the story of Turkey Stearns next weekend, one of the all-time great Nashville baseball players that a lot of people more in this current day may not know a lot about. So we're looking forward to doing that, too. Play for the Nashville Elite Giants, not Elite. Elite. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Any, anybody named Turkey, Good I'm for. Yeah. I'm for anybody named <laughs> yeah. Turkey. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when he ran, he kind of bobbed his head like a turkey, oh. and that's where the turkey nickname came from. Um, good stuff. Yeah, we're looking forward to that next weekend. Well, gobble, gobble. 
and get a win. <laughs> hit hit the bull for us, uh, Jeff, and 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 win us a stake if you don't mind. I will try. We've seen the opposition do it once in this series. Now it's the sounds turn. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Thanks. Ahead, ahead of fireworks. <laughs> Catch him doing a quiet moment. That's right. Let's take a quick break. Braves on the other side of a break. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Join after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day presented by our friends at Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, a division of TOA. Is that, do we have to give them that, uh, that qualifier now? Is that part of it? I don't know. We've got disclaimers for everything. I should ask. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'd call that a disclaimer, but. Division of TOA. Division of TOA. <laughs> it's like this. We can record it real quick. Division of TOA. Exactly. <laughs> real, real fast. Real fast. Hey, Mo, yesterday, um, and we'll get to the Braves here in a moment, but uh, the Yankees had a home run I forget that their leadoff guy what's his name uh anyway whoever it is has a mustache I didn't know that you were allowed to have a mustache mm. 
for New York. Their starting pitcher yesterday had a mustache, too, because I just happened to catch highlights. just no beards. I I happened to catch highlights from the Angels game because um, Shohei did not fare well. No, he did. Well, he gave up a leadoff home run. But their starting, the Yankees starting pitcher had a a mustache as well. That's who it was, Matt Carpenter. Oh, him. So Carpenter goes yard and is donning a mustache. I didn't know that that was a thing. I, I didn't know you were allowed to have a mustache, but apparently the facial hair only applies to beards. So you can have teeth. a mustache. Mustache only. But no beards. But I can imagine, you know, back in the day, I guess, I thought it was clean shaven. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I thought what the I rule thought. was. But apparently it's not. Well, I can't remember. Did Don Mattingly have a mustache when he was with the Yankees? Ooh. Uh, maybe. You should probably bring it back. They've had like a middle school mustache. I, I bet Reggie Jackson had a mustache <laughs> with the Yankees. So, of course, that was Reggie. He might have. He, he, Reggie had whatever he wanted. Yeah, I mean, what were you, you going to tell? <laughs> you going to tell Mr. You tell October? Mr. You, October? Bro, you got to shave. Uh, yes, Mattingly did, in fact, have a mustache while he played. Well, for, you know, he's Maybe there he's were Mattingly. exceptions. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like former Nashville Sounds manager Trent Jewett once told me. I don't manage every player the same. I manage every player the way they True. deserve to be managed. By, by the way, I've got, for whatever that's worth, the Wikipedia appearance policy for the New York Yankees. Oh, that will help. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Since 1976, the New York Yankees have maintained a strict appearance policy specifying that players' hair must not touch their collars. Okay. And that they may have mustaches, but no other facial hair. There you go. It, uh, George Steinbrenner, obviously... Um, the father of that, Don Mattingly mentions was uh, was taken off the Yankees lineup um, for a day when he refused to cut his hair back in 1991. I mean, you see him now, and you go, "That guy was a so, hey." Donnie so had the flow going, man. Yeah. yeah. So you could have um, so you could have a mustache. So you can't. So there you go. I was. I didn't realize. The I guess I never really thought that much about it because I try not to think that much about the Yankees. I just happened to see it on my Twitter. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because the Yankees put leadoff stash mash or something, <laughs> and I was like, wait, a stash? You can have a mustache? Yeah, like that's on. the only reason hold, that. Hold, 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 hold up! That's how it got in onto my radar. On your radar, anyway. Um, Lots of stashes in Atlanta. There, there are, and one of them will be starting this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Spencer Strider. Um, big day for the offense yesterday. Uh, exactly what you expected from this type of offense. Now, of course, you're in Colorado, where I'm sure that they use dead balls on purpose. <laughs> but so many balls that look like home runs off the bat that died at or just short of the warning track or got up on the wall in the case of um, Willie Doubles, Guillermo Heredia. But, um, yeah, so... They, they hit some balls that, that looked like home runs. And hit plenty of them that were home runs. <laughs> so there's that. Two by Darno. Travis Darno was very, very nice yesterday. He was hunting first pitch fastball and got him twice. Well, it's, it, it's like I told... You yesterday, it, it, you know, that's the problem with where the Braves currently are with this offense is all their best hitters play two it's, positions. Yeah. <laughs> they either third place or catcher. Oh, well, it's crazy. 
it's it's wild. So, but the positive is you got a great outing out of Ian Anderson. They scored some runs. Colorado scored some runs, but you know that's to be expected during Colorado. Yeah, I mean you're if you are going in there as a visiting team, you have to realize you're going to give up some runs. Your visiting pitchers have to know you're going to give up some runs. The offense has to know you're going to give up some runs, so you're going to have to score some runs or you're going to get embarrassed. And, you know, Atlanta responded accordingly, got up 9-1 at one point and and kind of outlasted Colorado to the finish line, 13-6. So, a big win under the circumstances. Yeah, yeah they, they needed – they needed that. Um, problem is that now they've won two in a row, so tonight's not looking great. Currently going to bet on the Rockies. You're going to lose. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't, I don't believe in this team enough to win three games. Max Freed is two and one in his last three starts. Okay. So? Um, this offense- It means he's due. <laughs> this this offense has scored nearly nine runs in its last three starts. I, I think I think they win this ball game tonight. Could it happen? Could it be a streak? A winning streak? <laughs> I don't know. I, I and certainly certainly past history does not favor the Braves, but I, I just feel like Max Fried is going to step up and give them a good start tonight, and. The bullpen is going to get back to what the bullpen typically does. Well, Chad Cool four and two on the year, three five six ERA, uh, has struck out just thirty eight, walked eighteen, and has given up five home runs. That number will increase tonight. <laughs> of course, we won't see it. No, no, we won't because I do not have Apple Plus TV. Nor so. do I. JP does, but he won't be watching. So. Maybe we just go to Lawrenceburg. Yeah, we just uh, sure set up a TV outside. Jody, Jody will make some pasta. There's already a TV set up outside. You just got to yeah, uncover it's, it. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what else will Jody make? That's 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 the mm-hmm. thing. That's the question. question. That, I don't may, know. that may be about it. Pasta. You got pasta. Well, I mean, there's pasta and pasta. I, I'm not sure what else you want from Italian. <laughs> I mean, there that's, that's all you need. That's there's pasta. That's a little stereotypical. Pasta and gravy. By the way, yeah, uh, la- exactly. last night I uh, watched The Godfather. I've been watching The Offer, um, which is you know uh, a Paramount Plus show series about the making of The Godfather. And I highly recommend it, but uh, got, us, got us watching The Godfather last night. So speaking of Italians, a little, little side note there. I have not seen uh, The Godfather in 10, 15 years. So I thought you were about to go. You have not seen it at all. It's it's been. I was probably in college. Well, watch watch it. the offer on Paramount, the series. Do you watch that first watch. and then watch the movie? If you haven't seen The Godfather in a long, long time, I would suggest doing that because it'll 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 bring back some things. And then when you go back and watch it after seeing part of the series, you see extra stuff. You 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 notice some things, and it it has a kind of a, a whole new sheds a whole new light on it. That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yep. Because series why, really well, it's not like I can watch the Braves tonight, Mo. There you go. There Friday you night, I well watch the offer. Make yourself some pasta, <laughs> little little vino, and and we get to go. <laughs> um, be, before we get into today and Braves history, we we probably need to um, mention NL East rival 
Philadelphia made a change in the dugout. Joe Girardi, who guided Philadelphia to a 22-29 and 29 record, will not be guiding them any further. <laughs> unfortunately for the uh, Exactly, for least. the Braves, <laughs> yeah, for the rest of us. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the Phillies made a move um, replacing him with interim manager Rob Thompson. Cutie. Not not to be not to be confused with Rob Thomas of Matchbox Match Twenty. 20. Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> and, and I think not to be confused with former San Francisco Giants infielder Robbie Thompson. Oh yeah, this no. is just Thompson. Mm. No P. Played so, alongside Will Clark, correct? Correct. In yes. that era, and yeah, Matt and Williams, Matt Williams at third. Yeah, yeah. Bare hand Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's Kevin Mitchell that at the bare hand. Yeah, uh, that when he was with the Mets. I don't know where you. Yeah. I think it was it was it not with the Giants? No. He's with the Mets when he did that? Yeah. yeah. Well, should we call Michael Harris the third, barehand Michael? Since mm. he had that. Michael Harris the second. Is it the second? Yeah. It's just the second, not junior. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr. Junior the second. The... <laughs> <laughs> so. June 3rd, 2010. <laughs> The Braves extend their winning series and uh, winning streak to nine games with a 4-3 win in L.A. The Dodgers come into the game with a record of 18 and eight at home, but an excellent start by Chris Medlin. Remember I miss, him? I missed that guy. Yeah, Flat Bill. Couple. Oh God, I hated that. Couple with Troy Gloss's fourth, fourth homer in five games propels Atlanta to the win. Johnny Venters filling in for the unavailable Billy Wagner and an injured Takashi Saito. Records his first major league save, and this is the beginning of old Brent Bell. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting because one Billy Wagner should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Two Troy Gloss, the last first baseman not named Freddie Freeman to make a start on opening day at first base before this year, uh, and that was in 2010. Like that, it's amazing that that was more than a decade ago that. You know, Billy Wagner and Troy Gloss played for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. No, it does not. It doesn't. So, And Takashi Saito, I forgot he even existed. Like, legitimately forgot he existed. So, <laughs> All right, let's take a break. we got a potpourri of topics to broach in the next segment. So, y'all come back. You hear? <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. 